20 past 9 o'clock on the dot. Before that, we had the Gap Band coming through with early in the morning. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we come back and we talk Silverton Siege. This is a brand new Netflix movie. It's coming out on Freedom Day next week, the 27th of April. I had the privilege of watching it last night and it's starring Tabo Rametzi. It is a beautiful, true life story and we'll find out from the lead actor, um, you know, what was it like for him inhibiting yet another real life character and bringing this particular, uh, you know, sequence of historical events to life. Bridget Masinga on The Art of Everything. It is the art of everything on this Friday evening. We're catching up with, of course, uh, actor Tabor Metsi, who joins me on the line. He's starring in the newest Netflix uh, film, Silverton Siege, which is coming up on the 27th of April, which on which is, of course, uh, Freedom Day, as we know. And this is a movie based on real-life events that took place just before the... Uh, well, yeah, it was... Uh, was it just before, just after the Soweto uprising, Tabo? Sorry, my, my historical chronicles are now all over the place. Firstly, let me say good evening to you. How are you? Good evening, Bridget. I'm well. And how are you and the listeners? Uh, we are absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, I'm just saying that my historical context is now going completely all over the place. Did the, the, the events of this movie take place just after the uh, 1976 uprising, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, well, not just after. I think close to it was in the 1980s. So they're a result of some of the three of the students that had went out into into exile. So yeah, they came back. Aha! I see. I see. Um, and this is really a portrayal inspired by true life events. And I read somewhere before we even get to to the movie, I read somewhere that you, you know whenever you are offered the opportunity of portraying a real-life character, especially posthumously, you you yourself take it upon yourself to go seek permission from their living beloves and uh, even go so far as going to ask permission from their spirits in their final place of rest. Uh, did you follow a similar sort of ritual with this character? Uh, yes, actually, and, and good on you for, for knowing that. Yeah, Um but uh, that, that's in, in uh, collaboration with uh, my directing partner, sort of collaborator, Manta Dube. Mm. We've always gone to the graveyard uh, and, and, and maybe the place of rest of whoever whose story we're telling with their family members and ask for permission. Mm. Uh, so we do the whole process with which one of the scene to and with uh, like maybe Snape or whatever they like to consume. Uh huh. And 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 what's the, the the importance for you? I mean, I think I get it. Obviously, being African and uh, you know the significance of it, but you don't find a lot of actors or a lot of creatives who embark on on you know similar types of journeys, finding it important for them to 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 go and and seek permission from the spirits. What, why is it so important for you and your directing producing partner Mandela Dube to go through this particular uh, ritual? Well, I think if we can't just, uh, like, sort of, um, you know, put aside the fact that we are Africans. Mm. And I think uh, storytelling has always been a very spiritual thing. Uh, I mean, that's why Babizwa is Angoma. You know what I mean? So art has always been very spiritual for us Africans. The song has always been a spiritual calling. Even our Itagazelo, our clan names, mm. have a rhythm and a song and a poetry to them. So it's impossible to sort of separate the storytelling when it's such a part of our history and our being. You must ask for permission from the spirits. You must ask for permission from the ancestors. 
so that there's no ill ill gotten you know sense that that or, or circumstances once you do tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched the movie yesterday. It was absolutely incredible. Yourself and uh, your fellow castmates have done a really great job uh, with putting this one together. And it tells the story of uh, Kelvin Kumalo, um, who is uh, a South African. I think in you know in the eyes of many, is a South African hero and was at the forefront of the free uh, Nelson Mandela movement. But it's also a story that a lot of South Africans tend to not know what came mm. out of the research for you guys as as you were putting together the script or uh, as you were you you were presented with the script what was some of the the findings for y'all from the research in terms of why firstly a lot of south africans don't know the name uh, kelvin kumalo let alone the face um you you know or and what was the perception in in terms of the those particular events and and those particular individuals. Well, I mean, firstly, I just want to be clear that we did not use the names of the three of the original yes. three trio, and the original three trio and their names need to be echoed in the, the, the you know the, the halls of history is Humphrey yeah. Makubo, Wilfred Madena, Fanny Mafuko. Those are the original three, so we didn't use their and names. I was going to ask you, why didn't you? Because at the end of the film, I did note that you you put their pictures up and their real names up and paid tribute to them. And, and I wondered to myself, why didn't you use um, the actual names, even if you were doing an inspired by version of, of a film? Do you know what happens to these three gentlemen? It's so specific and horrific and unique that to sort of, um, I don't mean to say it like this, to water down what happened to them mm. for theatrical effect didn't feel right, didn't fit well. And I'll tell you why. The the real story, and you can feel like the original story, we have a different ending in ours. Mm-hmm. But the police officers came in and not just shot them, but also shot a few of the hostages themselves mm-hmm. in this circumstance. And the brutality and their bodies were laid down on newspapers. And I think that we need to allow a true real documentary to be told about these people. Going back to uh, what we discovered and why many South Africans don't know about this, our history was redacted. You know, there's, mm. a, there's a reason why we don't know ourselves and that we are even complacent about knowing ourselves. Mm. We were trained by the oppressor to, to be complacent about our story, to not want to know about ourselves. And so they redacted and removed songs, literature, art, and stories, because they know the power of that. And the power of that is that it will inspire revolution, inspire a sense of self and understanding. Mm. So I hope one day a documentary that details the very specific events comes out. We we had a responsibility not just to educate, but also to entertain. I got you. Um, Initially, you also said that you you didn't really like this character. Uh, you, You judged a lot of the decisions um, mm-hmm. which is something that you, you know, normally don't do. Uh, so what was the deciding factor, I guess, that, that made you change your mind about sort of going ahead with this particular role? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't agree a lot with, with him, but I think if I played characters I only agreed with, I'd have quite a boring career. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite sure with you, I didn't agree with Solomon Maslam. Not agree, but I, I have nothing in common with Solomon Maslam, for example. Yeah. I have nothing in common with the many 18 or other roles I've ever played. Um, but this one I didn't like, and that was the first time I felt a visceral reaction to a character, mm. and I knew I had to take him on. I, I didn't like his decision. I think I thought he was quite selfish. 
I thought he's, he made uh, vast decisions that affect many people, but he made them selfishly. Mm-hmm. And I think I was in a political stage where I noticed that with our leaders, our current leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe I'll be able to get into their psyche because right now I don't understand how they can make sweeping decisions. That even if it, they are well-intended, I do not have that effect. And I thought in Calvin I could sort of investigate that. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, you know, interesting for me that you bring up Solomon Mathangu and uh, some of the, the other characters that you've played over the years, because mm. I, I found myself thinking that, is it by deliberate design? I know that some actors, um, mm. you know, some some creators, I guess, really get swept into telling important stories and for personal and professional reasons. Is it a conscious thing for you now at this particular age and stage in the game to be telling stories of reverence and to be telling stories of African history and in particular South African history um, or is it just by chance that these stories somehow find you? Um, I'd probably say there's a quite an intent to it. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you of my 18 IMBD credits for example <laughs> I've only played maybe three historical characters one being American and two being South African. Yeah. Or three. But um, look, I'm obsessed with telling African stories. I, I did a little trip when I was uh, a bit younger where I traveled the continent. Mm. And I did a short film almost in every country I went to, whether it was Zimbabwe, Botswana, Uganda, Ethiopia, wherever. I just worked with whoever was a, a filmmaker then. I told the story there. I'm obsessed with telling African stories. I find it very disheartening. Mm. that uh, people are always complaining that why do you guys keep telling these stories? But you'll never hear the British, you know, not tell an imperial uh, colonialist yes. story. You'll never hear the Americans complain about the great wars they fought. And there's a reason for that. I think great nations realize there's a great power in telling your own story and owning it. Mm. Yet we are clearly a conquered nation because only a conquered nation can be complacent about its own story. And I don't want that to be the case for my children or my brothers. So I will... I'll do my best to tell as many great stories, whether it's Tingan Tobela, mm. whether it's Yasuke. There's so many great heroes whose stories still need to be told. Uh, it is the voice of uh, Tabo Rametsi. He's a South African-born actor. Uh, he's uh, in the new Silverton Siege movie to be released on the 27th of April, which is next week commemorating a Freedom Day. Um, you touched on something, you know, a little while ago about the complacency of our leaders. And I think when you watch the movie, there's a great question that's left mm-hmm. to linger, uh, you know, at the end. But it kind of vibrates throughout as a golden mm-hmm. thread of the movie and then vocalized towards the end by, uh, I don't know if he's the captain or the cardinal, but the one who was gung-ho on, on mm. seeing your blood flow. Um, and, and he asked the question of, you know, what is the price to freedom? Um, mm. And I think that is, is, you know, by and large, a question that's been asked now by a lot of, of people saying, you know, the, this terminology about the born free, you know, f- mm. freedom was never free. So you, you were yeah. never born free. Um, and, and I wonder for you, you know, when you inhibit these characters and you have to live in these periods of time that are so brutal, that have come at such a cost, um, how do you then sort of dialogue and, and, and assess what is going on and where we are in terms mm. of our state of mind as South Africans? I think the, the eerie part is I don't need to. Uh, it's frightening that the, the stories of, could still stand right now. I think any of the speeches, I, I mean, I had the privilege of writing the 
final piece, for example, in Kalushi, the mm. final monologue, he spoke, I wrote it myself. Mm. And all I had to do was write as a young South African at that time during the Fees Must Fall movement. Uh, and even now, with the case of the, the trio right now, there's nothing they speak of in, in that bank where it doesn't relate now. I mean, mm. the price of freedom, 350 rand that the youth are forced to line up for, that you can barely buy anything. It's mm. the, the price of freedom, the dignity of our mothers and grandmothers lining up for Sasa, Sasa grants in their wheelchairs. You know, is that the price of freedom? Uh, people dying in hospitals because of, of corruption. And, and, and the fact of the matter is we can still ask the same now and our oppressor just looks like us. That's all. That's the mm. only difference. And I, and I think we got complacent. One of the things I noticed with the trailer is people are like, oh, another Mandela movie. <laughs> And I've, I'm, 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 I'm the same person. I, I also I feel a certain way about Nelson Mandela now mm. that perhaps the youth of, the, of that era did not feel about. And because I have the luxury of hindsight. Mm. However, I had to put myself into check because I had to say, okay, it doesn't matter what I think they did. Mm. They took us to a certain place, but we stopped and rested and thought the fight was over. Mm. It has never been over. We need to continue and perpetuate the fight for liberation economically, socially, on the terms of education, and even on the ideal of our country has no name, has no flag. Mm. We haven't even defined ourselves as a people yet. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, that in itself is a is a completely different conversation and a very yeah. impassioned, polarizing one. Uh, you know, when spe- people speak about the country having no name, no flag, uh, and just being a geographical pin. Uh, but mm-hmm. I guess all things are what you make of them. What What would you want your takeaway, or what would you want the audience takeaway to be? Um, you know, especially being introduced to these really three powerful voices of history that, uh, you know, for, for, for reasons that you've mentioned prior, are not known to us. What, what would you want our takeaway to be when, when walking away with, uh, you know, having engaged the Silverton trio? Well, I, 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 I'm, I do remiss to say this. I, I, I'll be honest to you, the film itself, whether or not you care about the politics or the ideology, is an entertaining action film. It's yeah. an action thrill-by-minute thriller. And so you don't actually have to carry any of the biases or propaganda or shared uh, propaganda within the, the film. Mm. I promise you, you can be a complete neutral. You can even be someone who favors the other side. You will enjoy the movie. Mm. But as to what I hope people take from it, you know, these young, you know, they're, they're laid siege in there. But I, I hope, and I hope and I speak for all South Africans, that if... If ever your dreams, your freedoms, your your ideology is ever held hostage, then sharpen your spears, harden your shields, and lay siege. Like, Mm. lay siege. That's probably what I want people to to take from this. Tabo, it's always a pleasure chatting to you, and congratulations on a stellar project. It really is phenomenally shot. You know, I think the reason why I'm not even dwelling on the actual product in itself, the visual product, is uh, that it it surpasses whatever you know promo people have seen um it is visually aesthetically beautiful it it's shot within a time period and it relays that 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 capsule that that sort of moment in time so so well um and did the thing that a lot of films sometimes forget to do you can have the costumes you know you can have the little ticky phones and all the little aesthetically the aesthetic things that puts you within a time frame, but if you have the wrong camera, <laughs> it completely <laughs> removes us from being in, you know, 1980 South Africa, but you, you had the right camera, so we were right there with you. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, That was Tabo Rametsi, his stars in Silverton Siege, which is out on the 27th of April.